What I say is welcome to the Art and Science Punks podcast, where two lifelong learners talk about art, science, engineering, technology, and how we play with those things in our lives. I am one of your punks, Rob Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I'm Kate Stenzinger. Hmm. Well, yes, Kate, you are Kate, (laughs) but we're going to talk about something. We're going to talk about making amongst clutter. What? Yeah. Do no, you, no way. So do you feel like do you feel like yourself like you're you're ready to make stuff when there's things in the way? What's clutter to you and all that? I think we should talk about it. I think we should. Mm-hmm. Um this is a tough one for me cuz <laughs> I struggle making among amidst clutter. I like yeah. things set up, organized. Okay. Well, should we just jump right into it? No, uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. Uh-oh. Well, what does that mean? Do do you have a... <laughs> I don't know. Do entertain surprise me. Surprise question. Okay, <laughs> no, entertain I you. Don't. Oh, a surprise request. Okay, interesting. That is, that is kind of a... So if, like a few episodes back, we sort of cooled it off, we, off and we, we, we didn't, you know, continue the, our tradition of a surprise question. Um, no, I do not. I'm just joking around with you. I don't have I don't have a surprise question. I'm ready to jump in. I'm ready to jump in to talk about clutter. Mm. It's just, you know, kind of I'm going to dump my baggage out here on the podcast about the clutter that I experience in my life. Baggage. So I'm feeling a little vulnerable about that. Oh, sure. So my answer to your question was, no, I'm not ready to jump in. Yeah. So anytime. So you said dump out baggage. I think of um, what Ali Sheedy and the Breakfast Club. Oh, you right? love that scene. Well, it's like, it, it, okay, it is a, um, it leaves an iconic impression, right? So the secrets inside someone's bag, you know, you don't know what people carry with them. And then she goes and, 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 and dumps it all out, whatever she has. Dumps it out on the table. On the table. It's like a metaphor come to life. I know. What's up? John Hughes, uh, doing, doing a great job, but, uh, I mean, it leaves an impression. So, mm-hmm. okay, so you you sound like not comfortable in, in both contexts of like having the clutter and nor like digging through it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Very wise observation, Robbie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, for me, if I've got a project um, that I want to, you know, kind of get into, um, and I go up to my my make space. I go to my creative space. I will need to clean and organize before I can begin. Almost always. Not. I mean, you know, I would. Nothing is really an always. There's sometimes where, hmm. you know, super motivated or super excited about a project, or just you know, having an off day maybe, <laughs> hmm. where I can dive in. But for me. Um, if my tools aren't organized, I have a hard time jumping in. I don't think you're alone. I mean, there's there are well, enti- I didn't think entire I was an alien. industries. Well, sure, there's the <laughs> <laughs> sure different levels, but yeah, it's um, there are um, a lot of um, a lot of posts, a lot of articles, a lot of tips, a lot of lists. Be, you know, pin boards. Oh boy. A lot that. of pin boards on organizing your creative space. Mm-hmm. There's actually a magazine. Wait. Um, I'm trying to remember. I've seen it a couple of times. I think it's like a quarterly thing, but it's, um, it's like women's creative spaces. I mean, it's very, very specific. Oh, wow. 
Talk yeah. about long tail going right at that that very yeah right. And so it's this, it's a magazine, and of course there's all these beautiful layouts of like you know crafters and and seamstresses and, and sewers in the spaces that they work in. I'm going to start a magazine called Long About Your Specific Pain Point. <laughs> no, wait, that's a publisher, I think. Wait, there you go. I'm going to start a publisher, and then we're going to get things rolling. Yeah. Yeah. What would be your top three titles? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, cables Haunt You. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. that would be a good one. I would buy that magazine. Yep. Um, well, no, because it's got to be the flip side. It's got to be the positive. Okay, cable. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Like... Unhaunted by cables or whatever. I think like cable joy. Cable joy. <laughs> okay. Nice. If I could just throw a little edit in there for you. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, so there'd be the one about the organizing the cables. I um, can just picture the the uh, photographic work in that. By the way. Oh. Oh, I can course. picture it. Yeah. I'm drooling a little. Nice macro photography of organized like, cables, perfectly flowing, <gasps> harmonious cable arrangements. <gasps> We would be the before pictures in that magazine. Oh, yeah, I don't know if I can get out of this room. I, I'm <laughs> there's a cable ball right in front of me. There is not. It's not that bad. Yeah, but we would be the before. I just can imagine. Okay, what'd be the other two titles? Sorry, I got okay. a little distracted so, by that one. So title two would be the um, uh, the hmm. I'm trying. Oh, it's it's it has to do with the tables. And tables, it's the, um, oh, it's the Immaculate Table. The Immaculate Table. Do you mean dining room table? Like, this is your dinner setup? Mm. Or do you mean, like, no, all the okay. tables, immaculate, like a coffee? Immaculate Creative Table or something. So you got to throw in a little bit of, um, there's a reason for something to be on the table. So it's the, uh, oh. it's the, um, oh, okay, it's. It's the purposeful harmonious table. The purposeful harmonious table magazine quarterly. Uh, yeah, I could. Yep. That'd be very zen. Yep, three hundred bucks a year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Your business model's fantastic, by All the right. way. That's right, and honestly, we're open to investors. Okay, so. good, good. So there is, yeah, there's that one, um, and then the third one. Let's see. It has to do with. Um, uh okay it's going to be called planner champions Ooh, planner champions mm-hmm. yep so this is for like your your online digital planner or your paper planner or both you can plan you can plan but are you a planner champion planner champions nice yep. okay all right well we'll put that on the coffee table with the other magazines <laughs> and uh and and i think what i'm trying what I'm attempting to get at with those is the, uh, um, okay, stuff in the way can, you can, you can make it in your way mm-hmm. in, in, such an, in, in such an extreme yeah. that it's, um, it, instead of progressing toward what you are intending to create, you have a, you know, a whole set of rituals about, maybe creating it preparing to create Mm -hmm. i think there's some hobbies too where the tools are just fantastic and sometimes it's just fun to play with the tools Hmm. okay well like to organize nothing wrong with having a great experience a great um 
sort of uh, process and appreciating it. That's yeah. that. I mean, that can feel wonderful. I I can't tell you how many different apps I've bought to do any particular thing. <laughs> like in or I mean, even sketching on my iPad, I've got like I don't know five that I'm pretty good with, but more um, two that are, that are my my go tos. But yeah. So I mean that yeah. Being aware of tools is this sort of um, dance between your taste and your skill. And um, when things arrive that, I mean, assuming you're not making your own tool to assault, to solve a thing. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, that can potentially really change your, uh, change what, what it's like to make what you make. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So when we say clutter, right, mm. making amidst the clutter, what do you think of when you think of clutter? Because I was talking about, you know, I need to organize my my workspace, my make space before I feel like diving into a project typically. Yeah. What do you, um, how do you define clutter mm. when you're thinking about this this topic and this process? Okay. I would say problem. So to me, it's all trade-offs. So the clutter can happen, um, let's see, with my 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 expectations and assumptions of of like what it's going to be when i encounter my task and so like hmm. if i have too much too many expectations i feel that's kind of that's a kind of clutter there's like the physical clutter of the space when i have yeah. a physical task of um um well maybe i have stuff on my chair and maybe i have my um like gum <laughs> well, like, okay, a jacket and a backpack and maybe some, you know, un, okay, if I, it depends on if I've recently started to set up a space. Oh, sure. I could have like an unpacked box or a partially unpacked box yep. sitting on a chair. A big old bin of office supplies. Like, well, okay, I guess I'm not going to sit there and, you know, and, and where, where will I feel comfortable and, uh, you know, physically, physically set right, up. So physical clutter makes sense. But what was yeah. the first one you said? Um, it's essentially, it's mental clutter. Yeah. Too many expectations. Yeah. Especially Unpack in the form of expectations. Little. Um, well, thinking about like, what should my space be like? What should my, what stage is my project in and what can I do next? And what if like, as I start to work on it, there's something in, in the way. Right. Where or I haven't defined it enough. Mm, sure. And so, I mean, there's a lot of way it's it's pretty easy to get stopped for uh, making progress easily. Yeah. Easy to get distracted. Easy to get stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Where whether it's distraction or a lack of um, I, I have the capacity to put forth effort, but yet I don't know exactly where I should put that effort. So like, for instance, making a video game, that's there's so many different layers to it yeah. then that's that can be a, a thing i have um another type of clutter okay that i think about what's that um what's the right way to say it people clutter um <sighs> people all up in your space people all up in my space up in my grill <laughs> um so no just kind of the constant commotion sometimes um particularly with the kids 
Right. So oh, yeah. I go into my space and I need to, to cut something out. Right. I'm going to, I have a sewing project that I've been wanting to get started on. And every time I go up there, you know, I need to spread fabric throughout the whole room, you know, lay it out, cut it very mm. precisely. And the next thing you know, the cat's sitting on the fabric mm. and like the three-year-old has my like cutting wheel. And it's like, wait a minute, stop, give that back. And so then, you know, the seven-year-old comes in and she's like, hey, I'm just going to watch, but I've got my iPad. And so I'm either going to be sitting in the corner, you know, singing while doing stuff on the iPad, you know what I mean? Just like people clutter. Mm. Like all of a sudden everybody's there and kind of everybody's in the space. Um, which sometimes can be really fun to work like that and can be really awesome. And other times when I have something, um, that needs a little bit more focus, um, and precision. And also, you know, it's the cut, the kids have cut their hands on the cutting things and I always feel terrible when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's not just running with scissors. That is a problem. There's, um, they're, they're essentially a, it's, it's, Scissors are literally double-edged swords. Yeah. <laughs> so at any rate, um, so I think of that kind of like that people are activity clutter as well sometimes. God, I probably sound like a terrible person now ripping on my kids, but um, yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. Same. It's, there's no demoralizing comments in what you described here. Okay, it's, a, good. it's a tension. It's a tension yeah. to navigate well. We don't all have the same idea of what this time and space is for. Right. <laughs> and now that as that plays out, it maybe doesn't cause any problem for you, but it actually slows me down. Right. So, eh, not a bad thing to 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 acknowledge. Um, any other kinds of cutter cutter? Any other types of clutter that you think of? I think I mean those were the th- ones mm. that I think um, I had, but. Uh, let's see. Uh, other other kinds of clutter that that can be in the way are, I, I mean, other enticing projects and things that are in the same space where I'm there to work on something else. Sure. And uh, that that can get in the way. So the clutter, not a well, that's kind of the same though as your mini expectations. True, but it's sort of the physical embodiment of it. So yeah, good point. Similar though. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say just, um, how about pigsty? Just, oh, yes. Just a foul mess of pile. (laughs) Which doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while, yeah. Um, we get busy. And I think one thing too that we've noticed is when we are really in our space and using our space, um, it gets really messy. And that's a good thing. Like, I think we've both acknowledged that can be a good thing. Like, when we look around the house and it's like, there's kind of stuff everywhere, but it's because we've been really like we've, digging in and building and playing and enjoying. Exactly. It's the sign that we've had a bunch of interesting experiences. Here. Yeah. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Uh, we've, and then you had those interesting experiences, but you've got new interesting right? experiences <laughs> that you're like, well, that old stuff's in the way. Um, because of, I mean, oh my gosh, like, oh, there's these drying painted little mini birdhouse things, or there's like, oh yeah, the birdhouses. Um, oh, glitter. Oh, there's a glitter project. So, you know, like not only is the thing itself going to get you full of glitter when you move it, there's, there's probably glitter surrounding it and whatnot. So there's that. Um, I know of people who essentially outlaw glitter. In the oh house. no. 
it, it happens. Like some folks have a, a pretty <gasps> strong stance about that stuff. Wow. Yeah. I feel really good about my parenting right now. Well, you know, and, and I am, um, see how quickly I change from like, I'm a terrible person to I'm an awesome mom. Cause I, you know, we use glitter all the time <laughs> and I, I permanently have glitter and, and I, I, I work to just be, you know, glitter and I exist together and that's okay. That's right. You don't like to get glitter on your, like on your face. Yeah, I don't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, so for people that um, maybe don't know, and I don't know how any of you would, but I often go to work with glitter on me in some shape or form just because we have a lot of glitter in our Yeah, house. and so do I. And I, I just happen to be like, hmm, I don't like that. Yeah. But but at the same time, I, um, so to me, glitter can get in the way in various ways because I'm like, well, now it's hard to clean up and everything, but it's sort of a... um. It's like the my world's a better place with glitter in it. Yeah. Right? So I'm not oh. I'm not all that concerned about it. Yeah. Um, other than I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I've got a little Oscar the Grouch in my heart was like, you know, glitter. You know, <laughs> throw a banana. All right. Okay. Um, so what are some tips or tricks that you use? Because clearly I could use some help. What are some tips or tricks that you use um, to kind of get yourself in the zone when you've got clutter any of those types of clutter that we talked about well i think uh clutter causes some kind of expectation conflict at at some point where Mm -hmm. you're like well i wanted to do a thing and it's in my way or i'm distracted or whatever um and likely there's some kind of feeling signal about it where i'm like this is frustrating i like what the heck how am i going to get my thing done and um like one of the biggest strategies I have is trying to sort of rebuild with whatever's currently available to me because I assumed certain resources are, I assumed or hoped for a different circumstance and um, based on like maybe how I used to do things. Like mm-hmm. for instance, I mean, there was, there was times in, in our time, in our, you know, our life together and relationship where I would sit down and be like, well, you know, I worked, my primary professional thing, my, my day gig, whatever. Yeah. And now I need like an hour to be ready to make my video game or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. We're like now, if I find an hour, you better get to work. I better make something happen in that (laughs) hour. I mean, this isn't about stretching and like, you know, cracking knuckles and thinking things and like clicking on curious links. It's about, you know, instead of having that, that wind, that ramp up time, wind down, ramp up, whatever period transition. Yeah. Um, the nature of that is very different. But how did you get there? Right. So you've significantly changed kind of how you approach things. You liked a long kind of wind down, ramp up, like from your day job to your evening gig. Um, obviously the, you know, necessity being the mother of invention, right. It was necessary for you to kind of shift and change that. But how did it happen? Let's see. Um, I think one of the one of the big ideas that helped me start to look for um, flexible ways to accomplish things that I wanted to make was I was like, you know what? What if I got ready? And I don't even know where this entered my you know because it wasn't like 
I don't think from a, a particular podcast or personality or blog or something or book, <laughs> but it was, well, what if I just was able to work, you know, if I think about like, well, space is a limitation and, you know, like where I'm at, like mentally is a, men- is a limitation, whatever. Sure. What if I looked at it like this is a nomadic practice. This is something that I can carry with me everywhere and do anywhere. Yeah. And that started to shape things like where I could work more flexibly, like my my processes changed, my tools evolved. So I like that. I'm trying to that's not helping me apply it to the things that I do. Oh, things you do. But I I just well, I, I mean, think I yeah, need to that's, that's kind of hard. I mean, it's it's great, great to say. Right. I mean, so for someone like who works prim- primarily digitally and expresses yep. some some sort of. Um, visual and or interactive things that that choice is way easier to make like if you're if you're a potter mm, okay. right yeah i know the, the wheel is there nope um but maybe there's a different sort of approach to that same idea yeah and that's what i have to figure out because i yeah. like what you're saying mm-hmm. i like the concept of it is you know how do i how do i become more nomadic how do i become more um able to work kind of at any any space, any time. And I'm betting if I, if I think about it, there are parts and pieces of the work that I, or the creative projects that I like to do that I, I could figure out a way to do that. Mm. Whether it's planning the next project, researching, reading, um, you know, and I do have some design tools that I do use on my computer. So maybe I spend, you know, there's that focus time as well. Hmm. Interesting. I like it. Um, Okay, so what are what are some things that you think are um, that have that have helped you? Because I mean, you're not a novice to this. Like you're no. like, oh, you know, what are what are what's what's helped me? I, I'm curious, what has helped you with uh, making among amongst clutter? Because you're you're talking about like things with a, a bigger physical footprint, yeah. less portability, right? Yeah, um, I think a couple of things, a couple of tips or tools that I've used. Um, interestingly, one thing I will say is, um, you tend to be the night owl in our family. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I use that, um, where if like, for example, sewing projects, um, you know, I'll be, I'll ask you, are you going to be working tonight? And then I'll move all of my stuff down by your office Hmm. and kind of feed off of your energy. And I'll spend an evening cutting out two or three projects because I think that's always the biggest challenge for me from a sewing perspective is getting things. I don't know why. And if anybody has tips for me on this, I'm the world's slowest person at cutting out patterns hmm. and cutting fabric. It takes me hours to cut fabric out. And hmm. I just, I don't know why I iron it. I lay it all out. I measure it like seven times and I cut and I'm using a, you know, a rotary blade and, a, you know, all sorts of great tools but it just takes me forever. So sometimes I'll do that where I'll move all my fabric and cutting stuff and even haul my iron down yeah. <laughs> and, and do that near your space, you know, and we'll throw a movie or something on in the background and kind of make it fun. Yeah. So that's one tip for me is, you know, if I can get some of those, um, tasks that need more focus time kind of done, queued up, if you will, Okay. So that then during the day or when I want to, you know, 
have that fun sewing time because I do love to sew with the kids around and I love um, the kids sit on my lap when you know when I, while I'm actually sewing and I think that's fantastic. I mean, I really like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing that I've done is kind of fed off your energy or you know found a partner hmm. to to kind of um, give me over the hump with some of that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it sounds like you know the um, finding that. Um, that's so funny. Like the, the, the space where you can, you can get a certain portion of it that is like a friction point. Accomplished. Yeah. And I think part of it too, for me is it was, has been and continues to be, um, figuring out where those friction points are. Like, what is it? that I can do amongst the that clutter. That sounds like a pretty useful. And what is it that I can't? And I don't have that in all my projects, right? Okay. Um, but I'm that's something that I need to spend a little bit more time thinking about. Uh, but I think it but seems yeah, to be a defining. Huge. You made a lot of progress on different sewing projects when you were like, wait a minute, it's this cutting thing. Yeah. This is the bogging down step. Yeah. Interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think I could do more... I could probably um, get better at that with uh, the game project stuff I'm working on. Queuing up a few things. Yeah, queuing up some stuff. Um, <clears throat> because there is a certain um, element of what I'm working on right now is primarily um, I will likely make other JavaScript games, but like sure. essentially I've picked like a different platform. Right. And I'm, using, I'm, I'm still learning Unity, making progress. Whoop, whoop. Oh yeah. Little shout out to Unity. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is it uh uh it's a what a word to pick as your product name. I know, isn't that crazy. <laughs> but but at the same time, I mean you can reach a lot of platforms, so yeah, you know. Um it's it's a um that the learning something while making progress on a cr- creative task that's related to that um a level of skill. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that uh, not trivial. No, that's that's tough. That's so, hard work. So that's that that's uh that's my cutting right. Yeah, my cutting out you know patterns and stuff where yeah it's it, yeah it just takes a bit. So um, so let me, I have another question for you. Okay, what's the one thing you have to organize before you can focus? Hmm. Before I can focus. <laughs> I I think the hmm, it's competing responsibilities. So that's my primary, you know, like making Clutter. sure like yeah. The, oh, 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 <laughs> calling it that is not awesome because <laughs> I'm thinking of our children. Uh, so yeah. I already called them clutter earlier. So. Whoa. I know. Welcome to their psychological appointments later on. That's right. So, all right. That's um, finding like space that it works well for them and me in parallel. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that that's a thing. Because I'm also working on, while I am very naturally a night owl, I have a a job that I enjoy yeah. 
as my primary professional thing, whatever that is n- not like it's okay. I literally get, um, I know that, yeah, we're not the highest percentage of the population. And there is research that shows that like literally people with my sort of sleep habits are supposed to be like, you know, essentially night watch people right oh yeah you're guarding the garden the exactly grounds. yeah i'm looking around and i'll make some noise and wake people up if if the you know something bad is happening to the village right but like you know here we are and that's not really a, a um that's not a trait not a skill it, you need it's not really a well i'm I, you know like hey good for humanity where some of us had this skill but it's kind of annoying for me you're probably not going to get paid well to <laughs> Keep watch over the city at no, night. No, nope. Unless you were Batman. Uh, and then that he was already paid well. Like more or less like, okay. That's true. I'm not mm. in a Batman circumstance. So I had to okay. create create my own sort of. Um, so you have a day you job know, is your whatever. point. I've got a day job. <laughs> and that, that whole sleep thing, whatever. And so it's a tension as far as the, the trade-off of like, well, I could create some compa- capacity to work on a project. Yet I want to experience and be connected with like, you know, like the, the, during everyone's waking hours of, of Mm -hmm. like our, our little family unit that we have. And, um, yeah. So I think that, so I don't know know if that answers your question. No, you did answer it, but I, um, I do want to ask about the physical clutter though. Okay. Uh, Physical and I'll say digital. So physical and digital clutter. What's the one thing you have to to take care of before you can focus. Okay. So assuming everyone is, uh, you know, happy, healthy, and right. we're all able we're to... We're all coexisting. So then, then I might face the, the next concern, which would be... Hmm. So what do I have to get out of my way that I, that I, I see a thing is in my way? Um, or what do you have to organize? Like, do you have to get your backpack and know where everything is before you can sit down and start? Do you have to have, you know, your digital pen charged? I don't know. I'm making stuff up, but I'm just so like, I have th- so those are those are more rituals, I guess. Yeah. Th- so those are helpful helpful habits, right? I do tend to like my little like my nomadic workstation. I mm-hmm. uh, I care for right. And so I make sure that, that, um, let's see. So there are, I have habits that relate to, I know where my wallet and keys are. I know where my, my backpack is. I know where the yeah. things I put in my backpack so I can be productive are. But then if I'm sitting down to be productive and like what's in my way, let's see. I think what's in my way is probably like, what's the next, what's, what's the most important thing to work on next. And, um, try to have a clear idea of that but sometimes sometimes i don't so you're it's more of a mental piece for you then where you sit yeah. down and you think about what's the mo- the immediate next steps what is you know where do i want to focus today exactly and often i feel pretty set up to to do that but it's not it's sometimes um some weeks that isn't um that that's not i'm not as set up Sure. Yep. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, interesting. Any other clutter and making amidst clutter that uh, 
that you think might be handy? Um, I think it's something I need to spend a little more time solutioning for myself. I think it's something that causes me to not move forward. I think it, it um, causes me to... I'll... Um, oh, I don't know a good way of, of putting it, but I'll um, just avoid working on the projects because there's stuff in my way. Mm. I mean, I think uh, it's been... Yeah. you know, That's we, like we the didn't... Stephen Pressman more of art, the whole um, resistance... Yeah, there's definitely resistance. But what I wanted to say is, you know, we did an um, episode several back on, on the Kanban, right? How we have up on the wall, mm-hmm. what we're going to get accomplished over the weekend. And I want to say we're on week six of me having on the wall, I'm going to cut out this sewing project and I still haven't cut it out. I mean, that's okay. six okay. weeks that that's just not getting done. Mm. And that's a clutter. Like it's partly the state of my office and partly the... um you know, activity level clutter. So that may have like these other things to unbox. Yeah. So I got to figure out why. Yeah, exactly. I I bet there, and I imagine that would be, you know, a pretty straightforward, you know, um, exploration for you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And let's see for, (laughs) I don't know what this is going to sound like, but like, what about, um, with this whole clutter thing? Like whether it's physical, whether it, whether it, it is mental, right. Or, mm-hmm. um, human collective related, right. Yeah. Is this, is the whole clutter thing something that we're describing that is like, I have dis- dissonance in related to my expectation of control over my circumstance. Yes. It's a mindset. Hmm. Right now. So some of the physical clutter stuff, like, right. If I can't, you know, if I've got so much stuff and, and the types of things I have in my creative space is, um, our youngest child, um, gets upset with some of her stuffed animals (laughs) and they, um, are removed from her room. So at bedtime, she'll be like, I don't want Stitch in here. Oh, sure. And she's like, Stitch is going to spend the night in your office, Mom. Huh. And so Stitch will go in my office. And then the next thing you know, Stitch is joined by, you know, Pikachu. And then is joined by like, and I'll be like, hey, can these guys come back in? And she'll be like, no, no, they can't. (laughs) And there's no really explanation. So I have stuff in my way, right? So that kind of thing, um, you know, I don't think is so much of a dissonance as there's just stuff in my way. Um, I've got a bin of picture frames that's been sitting on the floor, you know, where I was going to refresh a bunch of the pictures and and hang up. And we just, I just haven't gotten to that project Hmm. and it's not high in my list, but I should probably find some place for this giant bin of picture frames. Yeah. I guess it implies that if, there's a project in your physical space in such a way that it can be in your way that it must be important. Um, but then again, if it's not, then it's probably blocking something else. Right. And that's where I think I just need to spend a little time. Like why, you know, what's my problem here? What's my challenge here? Um, that's yeah, that's really, how would you answer that? So expectation of control. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> it's by practicing trying to see improved outcomes related to I want to get stuff into the world and have, mm-hmm. you know, have it somehow, you know, people buy these games I make or whatever or respond to stuff I post or what have you, that um, my expectation of control is um, I just have a lot more flexible arrangement with that, which I question okay. often, which I, I debate. Like, am I, you know, willing to to essentially ship a creative effort maybe sooner than I should? Like, wait, like what if I waited and, and were more patient, right? That's um, like, maybe I should expect a little more control. So I, I think hmm. I've been practicing, you know, letting go of a lot of that and, you know, then, then also questioning. So like I, I sort of, uh, I'm, I, I keep mm, thinking about it, I guess. Yeah. So, th- but, but I, but I have become a lot less, um, I mean, I have examples of, of, of projects that are, that, that were utterly stopped and slowed down and, and, um, and, or slowed down and that, uh, that were based on assuming way more control and, Interesting. and letting, and letting it be influenced by so many things. I mean, in particular, uh, you know, uh, some game projects, uh, Jen Hanu in, is one and, uh, and that just had a lot of different influences on it, and, and I think conflicting yeah. um, priorities. Yeah, and and uh, so what I've practiced is um, prioritizing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to ship things, and like when they're in a state where I still have lots of questions, where I still am not, you know. Hmm. So so my expectation of control is is a lot less than it once was. But okay, I'm going to challenge you on that a little bit because you can't ship a game that doesn't work or the build doesn't load or this, the performance is really slow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. And you can't ship a drawing that is like, or you can, that I'm doing a gestural sketch and it's, yeah, but it's, that's, a, it's a person know, that's, doing a thing and that has a certain, t- you know, like a, it, it's got it, a purpose. Well, but is it a relatable one? Right. I think a lot of folks can look at a gestural drawing and be like, that's scribbling. I don't know what that is. But then really? people who, yeah, absolutely. Oh, and, I must uh, have a different perspective because I always find it fascinating. I guess most of the time when you do that and when other artists do it, there's that sketch and then there's typically like the final or, you know what I mean, or, or maybe a mid a midway through the process and then a final. But what if there's not? What if you're only looking at the gestural drawing? Like you need to have some awareness of uh, the process and appreciation for this is a creative effort at a certain stage. Uh And so like being really comfortable with shipping things at um, early stages, that's, um, that can have side effects. (laughs) So my main creative. how relative, relatable it is. My main creative endeavors are sewing Knitting and metal stamping. Uh huh. I don't think that really works for those. Uh, Here's a half sewn blanket. <laughs> why? Really? Why wouldn't it? Nobody shares the 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 work in progress. Well, yeah, work in progress. But you were saying then, then that's just it. I suppose. Okay. 
For some things, yeah, because what they, I'm essentially think... sharing in that case is like, well, this is, well, um, maybe you have connected with me as I make things and I share them. Mm-hmm. So this is me saying, oh, here's what I'm up to. Well, I think that's great. And I think that, but I think that's a different purpose. Hmm. Then like, here's my product. Here's my final product. But I think that the whole expectation of control can lead to saying, um, adding critical um, factors that are sort of, well, you understand how to get to a further stage. Therefore, like, it's not okay to ship something of a, that's of an earlier stage. Like a perfectionist kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't say I disagree. I I agree with what you're saying. I disagree with that statement, right? Like, <laughs> sure. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I hear um, you. No, because I do think it's important to share the process. And that's one of the things we, you know, we even try to teach the kids is understanding the process and, and things don't turn out perfect the first time. And, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, just especially in the science area, you know, um, sometimes you're going to try it, you're going to do an experiment and it's not going to work and you're going to have to tweak it. You're going to have to change it. Hmm. Um, you're going to have to, to try again to make some, you know, different, um, you know, parts. Okay. I mean, that sounds like a really great way to, um, uh, work to frame and whether or not it's immediately palatable yeah. for, for everybody. It's, it's the, okay, at some point you can frame things in it that let you work and create amongst clutter. And, uh, because that, that's a bit of yeah. a, it's a, it's, it's the embodiment of not only the outcome being, um, it may be different than what you expected, but also the experience of getting there. There's a really good chance it's not it's not going to be uh, prescribable. Oh, absolutely. Well, at least in my experience. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially uh, right, <clears throat> kids, right? Yeah. Anyway, so, what do you think about um, going toward our picks? I love it. Let's do picks. Yeah. So, picks. We do this thing where. We like to do an art pick and a science pick where the art and science punks, right? Yeah. And uh, the the picks are things that have popped up that are like, this is really interesting or educational or helpful and or just fun. Just fun. Yeah. Yeah. I have an art pick tonight. You want me to go first? I would love that. All right. My art pick tonight is um, actually it's our art display board that we have in our house. So we have two of these, and we actually did it in the, um, we've done it in a couple of different ways. Um, but what we did, I think, even in the last house and in this house is we have hanging up um, in two places. We have wire hanging up, kind of strung just up against the wall with mm. a whole bunch of clips hanging from it. Um, and we use binder clips, clothespins, any kind of um, clips that we have. There are lots of different clips hanging from it. And we hang our art up on these on this display board. Uh, we make sure we have art from every family member hanging up on the art display board. Um, and it's typically art that that means something to us that has some um, special meaning to us, you know, to us that gets hung up on the board. And then also, like as we um, encounter other artists, and, and you know, sometimes we'll go to you know, an event in town and 
the kids will, you know, get a, a trading card or something from an artist. We'll hang those up on there as well. Mm. Um, so that's my art pick for today. It's a, it's a very simple, very modular, easy to change in and out um, display board of art. But you say board. It's more like, uh, I mean, it's a wall with a wire attached to it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw like some pictures up. Like a really long up. one. Okay. Oh, yeah, we'll sure. throw some pictures I guess up. What better way to describe it? But, yeah, because yeah, it's sure. not a board. I guess that's um, the wall is the board. You I could guess, do it on a board. Totally. Referring to, but yeah. yeah. But um, okay, interesting. Like it's like, um, like yeah, like a clip, wire with clips on it. Okay. Yeah. It's our art display space. That is, yeah, that that's awesome. It It is easy to switch things in and out too. Yeah. Or it's just fun. like have layers too because they're clips. Oh yeah, and it's we've done like... that where it gets super full, and then it's kind of time to go through. And I save some of the pieces for the scrapbooks, and um, which, by the way, everybody is just a bin. Uh, it's not actually a scrapbook, but <laughs> <laughs> a bin. Not necess- okay. So there's a bin that that could be a trash can, which some go in there. Yeah, but then some go in like a little storage plastic. Yeah, keepsake thing. bin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's not actually a scrapbook. <laughs> so right. you don't like cut it out with like little, you know, squirrely edges and um, special tape. I have not. In, into a big book. I have not. Okay. All right. What do you have for a science pick tonight? Oh, <laughs> um, my pick is the, let's see. So Is it's it the at, same pick? It's the North Pole of the planet Saturn. Oh, no, that's not this, the same. It's what? I, I was worried you had the same pick as my pick, but no. no. Nope. Those are different Those, things. Uh, yeah, I would not get to see any art if it were that far away. That Yeah, the and North I could, nor Pole. could I clip it of the planet Saturn. Because uh, I... I saw images of this, didn't I, this yeah, week? I bet you have. Hit my feed. Because of the uh, Cassini-Saturn spacecraft, right? right? That is is doing these sort of um, elliptical orbits of the planet Saturn, and it's getting kind of tense and exciting because it's about to the, this this spacecraft is about to end its like twenty year or so mission, mm-hmm. and um it and it's it's taken fantastic photographs of the planet Saturn over over the years, and as uh, I forget, I think Voyager two took one or 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 took some photos or whatnot. And like, I mean, if you've ever seen this, okay, again, I picked, I picked the North Pole of the planet Saturn because it, uh, I, I don't know what I was thinking. And, and also like, I guess my, not only that the North Pole of the planet Saturn, but my misperception of it, because when you look at a photo of it, it looks like a hexagon. It looks like a hexagon. Yeah. And I've seen this for a few years now and I thought, oh, wow, that looks really interesting i can see some some clouds and and some some patterns and detail and of course the rings of the planet saturn yeah, yeah but yet wait a minute are these there's this weird thing i'm seeing it's a hexagon why is it a hexagon i'm confused i don't know why it's a hexagon oh, okay because essentially i assumed it was oh they're stitching photos together right oh sure you know what this is like Oh, who knows how many photos? This my, totally my assumption. And it it's not that. It's like it's a hexagon at the at the North Pole of Saturn. So um, 
it turned it it's made of like some complex weather pattern things like like a hurricane being one of them but it doesn't seem like just one mm-hmm. if you because because when they zoom in on it it looks like like dozens of crazy weather weather patterns oh wow but yeah like somehow at the edges of it it or it has these sort of percept visibly perceptively visibly perceptive as edges um that the edges connect in such a way that it looks like a like a hexagon that's awesome i'm gonna have to look at the pictures more closely i saw i want to say three or four pictures one was of the rings and one was um it looked to me like it was a photo through a kaleidoscope it was a black and white photo that's what i remember seeing oh okay cool yeah, yeah. because they do um i think they combine sort of like um like magnetic scans they then they they then the photos tend to be i don't know if, i i wonder if they are black and white i need to to research and understand this like are are they black and white because of there's not that much sunlight where the craft is right and where they're taking oh, sure. where, the, where the photos being taken or is it because um you know that that is like the best camera that was appropriate for mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. what have you i don't know yeah, because they launched this puppy like 20 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, late 90s. They didn't put an iPhone on there. Nope. <laughs> and, right, I wonder, yeah, could the iPhone survive? Who knows? But, and again, like, go ahead, take a look take a, take a look at a photo of the North Pole of Saturn and not be like, that's a hexagon. It's It's crazy. Right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's a great pick. Thanks. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for tonight. We are the Art and Science Punks coming to you each week with stories of art, science, and creativity, and often our stories, struggles, and successes of balancing personal passions with work and family. Art and Science Punks has a blog at artandsciencepunks.com, and on Twitter, we are Art Science Punks. You can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts where we would appreciate your five-star rating. Thanks, and you can always tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Good night. I like that Saturn. <laughs>